0: As Christians, our lives should start with our hearts, then affect our minds, and then lead to decisions about our bodies. And here's the good news. We can have fun with our lives and enjoy the bodies God gave us. This is biblical. This is true. And this is something scripture speaks directly to young people about. So we should too, moms and dads. But this truth comes with a caveat. God wants us to enjoy our lives and be happy and use our bodies to do great things we like, all the while keeping Him in mind. Christianity is about a relationship with God that starts with our hearts, then affects everything else about us, from the way we think with our minds to what we do or don't do with our bodies. So now as we come to this final conversation in the heart, mind, body decisions series, we're talking specifically about our bodies. This conversation, it's third in the series and it's intentionally last in this series because what we do with our bodies should follow what we've already decided with our hearts And minds. What does this look like? Well, I want to talk about that with you in this podcast just to get your thoughts going as you get ready to talk about this with those entrusted to you. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and with this podcast, we're concluding the Heart Mind Body Decision series. We've talked about our hearts how God wants us to love Him first. And then in this series, we talked about our minds because what's already in our hearts affects what we think about. And then from there, we have finally arrived at our bodies. How should we use our bodies? Is being a Christian just about being a weirdo and paying attention to a bunch of rules? It's not. I love living for the Lord. It's the best life ever. But, well, that's not exactly what I was taught in some of my growing up years. My dad was in the military, so when I was a kid, my family moved back and forth across the United States. And along the way, we attended some churches that were extremely legalistic. Not only did my parents take me to church, though, they sacrificed to put me in Christian schools, usually schools that were associated with whatever church we were attending. Legalistic meant that both the churches and the schools were heavy on the rules, and often heavy on rules that really had no significance, except to be rules for the sake of looking more godly or Having the facade of controlling our bodies without having our hearts understanding what was behind it, a love relationship with the Lord. And actually, as I reflect upon it and think about it, I think this is what a lot of Christian families do, maybe without even realizing it. And I think this is a huge reason we're losing the next generation to the world. We've got to do a better job. Teaching them that it's not just about their bodies and and following a bunch of rules, but it's about our bodies that go back to what's in our minds, which goes back to what's in our hearts. That's why we're having this discipleship conversation, though I will say this is not a discipleship conversation I had at some of these church schools. When I was in ninth grade, for instance, I was on the cheerleading squad for that school. This was back in the antiquities when cheerleaders had pleats in their skirts so that the school colors would be displayed when cheerleaders twirled or jumped or whatever. That was all fine and good, except that at my school, our cheerleading skirts had to be about three inches below the knee. If you can imagine doing a jump in something like that, well, you get the picture of what ridiculous looks like. At that same school, we had to wear culottes, which was like a split skirt, except not even that was sufficient for modesty. We had to wear culottes that had a pleat at the top so that from a distance, it literally looked like a skirt. Again, tons of fabric, and definitely not comfortable. The kicker at that particular church school was that girls weren't allowed to wear pants. And I'm not talking about wearing pants at school. I'm talking about wearing pants anywhere. And because I was on the cheerleading squad, they had extra power and authority over my life in that they dictated I wasn't even allowed to wear pants in my own home. So, for that year that I was at that school, I lived in fear that a school official might randomly show up at my house, see me lounging in my sweatpants, and kick me off the cheerleading squad. That was an irrational fear, of course, but TBH, it was a fear of people. And it didn't bring me closer to God as a teenager. It didn't make me want to glorify Him with my body. It just made me afraid. Not just that the judgment was stifling. Even decades later, when I reached out to that principal to try to find some of the teachers who had really impacted me, as well as to thank him for the good things that his school taught me, I could still feel his judgment. It was so bizarre. Here's the thing. As believers in Jesus— As Christ followers, when we put really staunch rules on the body without guiding the heart and the mind, we're getting things way out of order. It's just rules, and it makes about as much sense as a cheerleader wearing a three-foot long skirt. In terms of our heart, mind, body decisions, whenever Christians put the body decisions first— you often either get legalism or licentiousness. That is, either really strong dictatorial rules about your body that are often completely unrelated to your walk with God, which is what I experienced over and over in my church school upbringing, or you get no rules about your body, which is to say, anything goes. And then basically you're just like the world. Let me say that again. Whenever you put or dictate body decisions first, you get either really strong dictatorial rules about your body or no rules about your body. Neither of these anywhere on the continuum glorify God. He wants what we do or don't do with our bodies to be about glorifying Him and enjoying our lives in an honorable and even enjoyable way. Scripture says this, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 and 4, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Notice that the verse is written in the order that it's written. It doesn't say be holy and honorable, control your body, avoid sexual immorality. It starts with it is God's will. So when we're raising up our kids, and honestly, as we're living our own lives, we want to start with the why of the heart and the mind, and then we get to the body when we set our hearts to love God most, then what follows is that we want to know His will, and that affects what our minds think about and ponder and meditate on. And then from there, our love for God guiding us, our minds compelling us, then how we use our bodies and what we do with them is affected. At that point, it's not first and foremost about what the rules are, It's about our relationship with the Lord, what he says in his word, what matters to him, how he tells us to live, how he created us to have our best lives possible. And here's the thing. As we love God. And as we seek to live according to his word, he's not a cosmic killjoy. He doesn't want us to have boring, unfulfilling lives wearing weird clothes like culottes just for the sake of having rules to follow. He wants us to enjoy our lives, but know we're accountable for how we enjoy them and to enjoy them according to the guidelines of his word. Ecclesiastes says, You who are young, be happy while you're young, and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. When I was writing this particular discipleship conversation, there were many verses that I could have put in this spot. The Bible talks multiple times about the fact that God is going to judge us for the things done in our body, whether they're good or bad, right or evil. But I chose this particular one from Ecclesiastes because I love how it juxtaposes the fact that we can encourage the next generation to live large, to enjoy life, to follow their hearts and and have so much fun, but to know that they need to do that and should do that within the realm of their relationship with God, knowing that He sees and that he will judge them and bring them into account of that. But that doesn't mean they have to be fearful. We don't have to fear the judgment of someone who we love and are following with our whole hearts. Back in the day when I had to wear culottes, it was just about culottes. When I wasn't allowed to wear pants, it was just about not wearing pants. There wasn't anything about that part of my education that said, this part of your body, you're controlling this way because you love God, because you want to honor his word. It was nothing about that. It was just rules. They didn't get the relationship with Jesus part. Oh, friends, as we're discipling the next generation, let's make sure that we get the heart Mind body decisions and rules and guidelines in our families and in our relationships. Let's make sure that we get those in order for our own lives. Let's do what we do because we love God, because we've set our minds on Him. And then out of that flows everything that we do with our bodies. And as we talk to the next generation, Let's make sure that we talk to them about it in that order as well. Nobody likes just random rules. Nobody wants to be a Christian that's just a weirdo with their body for no particular reason. No, we do what we do because we love God first. And actually, we love him first because he first loved us. And then because of that love relationship, we set our minds to know what scripture says about how we're to live our lives. And then from there, that guides the actions of our bodies. As I close, I must say that this conversation makes me think about my life verse. You know, I chose this to be my life verse in the months prior to my family moving from Jacksonville, Florida, to Virginia Beach, Virginia, where I was in that extremely legalistic school in ninth grade. Looking back through all the highs and lows and the goods and the bads of my church school education, I have to say this verse guided me. It guided my heart and ultimately affected how I used my body, what I did, what I didn't do, and not because of the rules, maybe in spite of them, because I was falling in love with Jesus. He had captured my heart, and even as a young teenager, I wanted to use my body and my mind to follow Him and serve Him because I loved Him so much. The dots connected from my body back to my mind, back to my heart. I want to share that verse with you right now. It's Philippians 1 and it says, According to my eager expectation and my hope that in nothing I will be ashamed, but that always with all boldness and with all confidence, Christ will be magnified in my body. Oh, friend, may we be people who glorify God in our bodies. May we glorify him with our thoughts in our minds, what we think about and meditate on, and may we glorify him with all our hearts. This is what it means to obey Jesus when he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Do this and enjoy your life. It's biblical. Live it and teach it to the next generation go with God, friend. Until next time, God bless you.